Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we are going to talk about the long-awaited podcast that I know you all have been just like, when are they going to talk about it? And it is Joker. Yes, the day has come. We are going to talk about Joker. Um, I I wonder if uh, I wonder if the theaters are still like crawling with police because I know uh, I know ours was. Uh, mine um, wasn't really, but there's always, like, policemen around the area anyway, because it's New York, so. Well, that's nice. I wish, I wish that there was just, you know, more security around the mall, like, towards, towards the movie theater, just because uh-huh. I'm always over there and I'm always paranoid, so. It's a big open just, space. It's a big open space. And we have and had just, shootings at that, at the, the mall, too. We sure have. Uh, first one I've heard in ever. So that's, mm. that's sure. It's not I mean, in ever. I, I, have you ever heard? I mean, I've, I can't remember if I've ever even heard of a, of another one happening uh, there. Yeah. At but, least it's, it's the first one since the remodel. Yeah. And I'm not saying it happened anytime during this movie or anything. This was, uh, several months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Joker, um, this movie, I've never seen it get so much, uh, by, like, basically people either love it or they hate it. Like, it's, it's a big, major spectrum of a movie, like, in terms of how much people feel about this movie. Correct. And it was so interesting to see how divided the, the metascores were. Like just uh-huh. looking at yeah, and and just and just hearing from my coworkers like in the office just how, and and from my sisters like I went and watched it with my sisters and and they loved it and it's just it's so interesting, to, it's I I feel like I haven't I haven't seen this much division since like since Vice maybe, <laughs> or or <laughs> yeah. something else yeah that's true um, yeah, or like La La Land. <laughs> Yeah, something. that 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 was another one where people were like either really really loved it or really didn't like it for sure. Um, yeah, and Joker did end up winning like the Venice Film Festival as well, like the top prize. Like it was it was like a standing ovation there apparently. Really? Yeah, I um, did not know that. So it's just like it says its popularity on IMDb is number one. Excuse me. Well, and and I feel like that popularity can just be about, you know, people talking about it, good or bad. Um, There could just still be a lot of buzz um, coming up from it. I mean, definitely, there's always, for at least the first couple weeks, there's always uh, a lot of of 
promotion and and buzz that still happens about movies even after the fact. So I yeah, I'm not surprised that it's that it's still uh, number one on IMDb right now. So we get like a very different kind of view. This is a character study of just the Joker. Um, Joaquin Phoenix is in every single scene. Um, basically, like it's kind of watching his descent into who he becomes as the Joker and in a sense like that that was like very well executed in terms of like watching somebody try and fail at things until it breaks them down and they just kind of like screw the world you know I mean that that's that's the thing um it you I feel like you don't really see him try all that much. You really just see things like bad things happening Happen. to him. Yeah, right. He like, like there's tries really to be a comedian. no cause and effect. He does for like a little bit. Mhm. Um but really you just see people um pushing him down, like yeah, beating yeah. him up, making fun of him. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a lot of that and it's very it's very frustrating to watch. Well, um, he does see the positive, like, feedback when he kills those three men in the subway. And, like, so so when he does that, he sees the direct impact that it has on the, on the people. And they actually love him. And they don't know it's him because he's wearing makeup. But, like, he takes it and he's like, oh, people like that. They didn't like who I was before. They like this. You know? Yeah, definitely. Um, kind of like what happens in... Uh, we're going to make a lot of comparisons to Taxi Driver because in, oh, in a lot yes. of the reviews... In a lot of the reviews that we were reading, uh, it was inspired by Taxi Driver a lot. And uh, Alison and I had not seen Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. So we took... is on Netflix right now. If you have not seen it, definitely take the chance to watch it because it's really amazing. Yeah. And there's definitely a lot of comparisons that Joker takes from this. It um, does. It does. And... And so just like so just like what Alessandra was saying that you know he was he was reacting to how people were reacting to him shooting the three Wall Street guys on the subway. The the, the same thing kind of happens in uh, to Travis in Taxi Driver where yeah. he he kills like some pimps and like a and like a whorehouse basically like the the guards in it that were like holding the women well he, at least he I mean the women were held captive, right? I mean Iris well, never actually said that she was held captive, yeah. but like she was she was like a slave in the sense that that's how prostitutes She's probably a slave are. to drugs. Yeah. She's like, probably a slave to they're, drugs. They're they're a slave to like if if they're not doing it for their own reasons, they're doing it for somebody else. Like it's kind of like uh, I think that the the way that it was phrased, like the way that he saw the situation, that it seems that he she was basically like a sex slave, but to her she was in control of her life. And you know, like but she was young. She was like 13 or whatever 12 so like she wasn't in control of her life like somebody else was so it's hard to say that about her because she didn't have any agency over her life but she thought she did and but he saw that she didn't and so he wanted to save her he he wanted to be like a knight you know he wanted to be like talking about uh taxi driver i mean he wanted to be somebody who who ridded the world of that disgusting, seedy, 
like, underground of people that he sees on the corners of New York City everywhere in the 70s. Yeah, everywhere, all day, all night. Mm -hmm. Like, this is just all he sees, and he's disgusted by it. But yeah, so he finally does something about it. He kills these pimps, and he is seen as a hero. Um, Of course, he kind of did some unfavorable, like, he tried to assassinate a politician, uh, but failed. He kills, like, a black man in the bodega, like, just because he's trying to steal from the guy. He, like, shoots him point blank. Yeah, like, without even hesitation. Like, he no. just came out from behind the the stalls uh, in the shop and just and just shoots him. And he's like, dude, my gun's not... I don't have a certificate for this thing. Like, yeah. what am I gonna do? Yeah. Like, it was such... It was, he like, such a smoothly played-out scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just, it just happened so quickly, but he just didn't even react. Like, he just... And, and I think that was the first... Oh, no. He'd been practicing firing his gun, right? Or at that point, did he just shoot it? No, he was practicing he... without any bullets in it. Um, in but the... then he did go to the gun range, but was that after that? Oh, yeah, then he, he also was practicing at the gun range. Um, in the movie, in Joker, he also gets that gun. Um, so, you know, you just see a direct comparison to that. Like, he gets a gun from this other man who's also a uh, a clown who seems like he's on his side, but then, you know, kind of isn't really... And yeah, he hears about Arthur getting beat up, and he mm-hmm. says, "You know, you really got to protect yourself." But he knows that Arthur has this condition and probably should not be carrying a gun. Yeah, um, so I mean, that was just Arthur like a bad judgment. Be exactly, especially the way that he was just frivolously carrying this thing around. Oh yeah, everywhere. He shot and then like he dropped it on the ground at the children's hospital, and like he knew that was a bad thing. It's not like he's like so. It's hard because he's got this this really weird morality, like, such an odd balance of things. Like, you know, he he likes to be a clown, and he likes to make people laugh. He likes to do it in front of kids. Uh, but adults, like, just don't get him. Like, he doesn't like a lot of the, the bankers and a lot of the elite of Gotham City um, that are preying on the young, like, on the lower people, you know, um... It's just, I think it could have been a little bit clearer in that sense that he really hates, hates those people. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. It, it made sense after he killed the three guys, for sure. I mean, yeah. It, it did. It's just, it just took... It just took so long to get where it was trying to go, yeah. and it didn't go very far. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it took two hours to get barely anywhere... Well, it it got to the point where he became the Joker, and the people started to like think of him as, as somebody who represents them. Um, but you see, I, I didn't think he went Joker enough. Like, he, uh-huh, uh-huh. Just, he just seemed like... An attention wanting child. He didn't. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. didn't fully make the transition. Like, like, mm-hmm. cool. Joker. Joker could have started here. He definitely could have. Yeah. But they did not finish it. He was not. He was not showing really any cleverness, any genius, any maniacal like. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just villainous. Uh-huh. Like by the end, he was still clueless about what was even happening. And yeah. there's even yeah. been some theories that all of this was kind of even in his head and wasn't even real. Like, because the fact that the movie ended up... That makes a lot of sense. And he's in uh, the institution. Mm -hmm. He was constantly uh, projecting images in his mind and scenes in his mind that were not there. Um, 
Yeah. And so there's a lot of theory that a, that you don't even know what was real and what was fake in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that makes sense. I, I thought I thought the movie was fairly clear in what because they showed it they showed it to you at the end what was right. real and what was fake. Like because they, in they reference sh- to Zazie Beats, yes. Yes, in reference to yeah. Zazie. Um, and and you know they they really dramatized the scene where he was imagining you know being on the Murray Show. And mm-hmm. you know, getting getting called up there to make some jokes, like mm-hmm. I mean, that was that, that was, was obviously very a very clear. fake, yeah. imaginative scene. Um, so, in terms of things not really being real by the end, I think I don't think it was all um, a figment of his imagination. I think those things actually happened because, again, the movie made it very clear, yeah, by the end what was fake and what was not, uh, but was fake and what was real. Um, but again, it's all open to interpretation. I was reading some of the trivia, and you know, Joaquin says that he wants the audience to decide, you know, what uh, what they think of the Joker by the end. You know, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think they definitely should have ended the movie with him really being m- more of a bad guy because again, uh-huh. he still kind of seems like you could empathize with him just because of how he's been treated, and this is just kind of how he's reacting. Yeah, but. I think there definitely should have been the full turnover of yeah, this guy's psycho and. But he's, he's like and, and, the, the idea of the, of the Joker is not that he's just uh, mentally unstable. It's also that he's smart, right? Like you said, and we didn't really yes. see that in this in this iteration of the Joker. Um, we didn't see him Correct. planning things very well. We didn't see him following through. Um, like even if it was like a an. A nightmarish plan. He, he the, nothing really like some stuff he tried to do. Like he tried to go over to uh, visit his father, who he thought was his father, but it turns out his mother was just uh, mentally um, unwell too, and completely just was delusional and thought that her son was the son of of Wayne. Um, but you know, it like he tried to like follow through and like find him, and he did a good job. It's just like he didn't know what to do once he got there. It was like. Everything he did, he kind of just, like, would take the first step, and then he'd be like, so what do I do now? You know? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And, uh, and and maybe that's how things could have happened in the first couple rounds, but then, you know, maybe he starts to... Like, I just feel like things were not developing fast enough. The movie was extremely slow. I thought it was very boring. I was not... I was not intrigued until, like, the very end when he was on the Murray show and he shot the guy. Like, that was, that was mm-hmm. the point where I was at... Like, when he was... You know, he had his full confidence. He was strutting out there with his new suit. Yeah. Like, he put he put on his, his, his official Joker makeup. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the only point of the movie where I was actually intrigued and enjoying it. And and the supersized rats that they referenced in the <laughs> in Gotham. I thought yeah. those were fucking hilarious. I, I really... <laughs> you, saw, you saw them scurry in the background. <laughs> I Yeah, of course. They, they were huge. Um, they were so huge. They were like so as funny. big as the rats I see every single day. Um, yeah, and and I liked some of the dark humor that Joaquin would do, like when mm-hmm. he was punching out of his of his clock at work, and he yeah. just punches the he clock punches off it the down. wall. Yeah, that was a great like, that was a great bit. Yeah, like those those bits were very good. Yeah, and, yeah, and then yeah. the part and then the part where he uh, he the guy who gave him the gun, you know, he asks his friends to come over from work. Uh, and he like shoots the guy that he doesn't like, but then lets uh, lets the other guy go, and mm-hmm. that whole scene yeah. was just like very enjoyable and hilarious, and I and I really did enjoy those scenes. Yeah, um, yeah, just uh, a lot that, of that. That that really reminded me of 
of a Scorsese, like more of Taxi Driver in a sense. Um, even though Taxi Driver wasn't funny, it just it had that kind of like feeling of like there's so much gore. There's kind of like a comedy aspect to how much gore there is, you know? Um, yeah. And if you do laugh, it's kind of like an uncomfortable laugh, yeah. like when Travis takes Betsy to the to the to the porno movie theater, yeah, for their first date, yeah, and it just which, goes so wrong, which is which is great, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it was great. You just you just see how mm-hmm. disconnected he is from mm-hmm. people, and he honestly thought that a great first date because yeah. he has seen couples go to these movies, and he's gone a lot, and he yeah. thoroughly enjoys them. Yeah, he thought. That, that Betsy she was, would enjoy, yeah, a, a porno, yeah, for their first date. It's and kind, you know what? yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Like, it it yeah. totally makes sense. I know it totally makes sense. He's so disconnected. <laughs> it totally and, makes sense. And it, it, you're watching it, and he's just like he's like a, away from. He's apart from people. You know, it, the way that he interacts with people, and he's writing in his like his diary about it and everything. Um, which Travis. is exactly like Joker. It's Joker's it's very in similar. His journal, yeah. In a, the the thing is, like, we don't get a lot of backhand, like, in Taxi Driver about his parents, about, like, his family. Like, he writes to them at the end, but that's, like, about it. Um, it's mostly just, like, in Joker, though, like, I really enjoyed that it did have that mother aspect and that she was shown to be mentally ill as well um, and that the world kind of just ignored her the same way that they ignore um, him in this movie and that they don't help him and get him what he actually needs because it's a dump and he, uh, can I just addend that 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 uh, amend excuse me that that um, thought I just had um, sure basically that whole message is throughout the whole movie right we watch basically we're watching a mentally troubled person who, uh, whose mental, like, troubles come, stem from the fact that he can't, he laughs when he's uncomfortable, and he can't stop, and he, like, sounds like he's gonna throw up because he's laughing so hard, and he can't, like, handle it right. Can't breathe. Which is, like, an extremely, like, horrendous thing to hear, and, and all that. But it's also, like, he tries to get help. He's trying to talk to somebody about this because he was in a mental hospital. He's trying to figure out, like, how he can, he can go on and actually be happy which he's never been happy he says and the world has uh, completely ignored him like he says it at the very end when he sh- before he shoots Robert De Niro he says you know everybody just overlooks me and does not want to say and you know puts me down all the time and doesn't actually help me and it's like a complete um, it's a heavy handed way to say we do not treat our mentally ill people are homeless people the way that we should be treating them right like it's a completely yes. like that's the it's a very clear message throughout the whole movie that that's what Todd Phillips is trying to say and like I think he does do it a little bit too hard like he's like he has things in the script that say like a little bit too much well you know everybody's ignoring us that's how it is you know and it, it's just like well, you're just gonna go out and say it okay like Yes, exactly. Like, like uh, these types of statements, like, uh, um, are they're they're great to say. Like, I, I'm glad that I'm glad that he mentions this because this is a thought that I've had for a long time, and mm-hmm. I feel like needs to be addressed. And you know, a lot of a lot of today's problems are addressed through art and through movies, um, and can be done in a very meaningful way. Uh, yeah. But 
but this, uh, yes, I completely agree with you. Was very heavy-handed, very in your face, very repetitive, very, yeah. very meaningless to me. Yeah. It felt meaningless. I was like, okay, great. Like, but, but, but what else do you have to show for it? Like, you're just you're telling us what we need to think, but you're not showing me what I need to think. Like, this yeah. is just, and uh, that, and that's where there was a complete disconnect. And um, and another problem I had with this movie was that the fact that you know it was a it was a character analysis on Joker, but the fact that this Joker character felt so far removed that I felt like this story could have been told with any any average Joe with like with with a mental with a mental illness. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it this didn't feel like Joker. This felt like this felt like Travis. Travis Yeah. Brinkley, yeah. Right? This from, felt like from taxi driver. This felt like Arthur Fleck, Joaquin Phoenix if he had this life. Right. Yeah, is that his name? Right, Arthur. No, uh, uh, is that that Bickle? Bickle. Oh, sorry, you mean Brink. Travis Bickle? The right in, in, ta- in Taxi Driver. Bickle. Yeah. There we go. I said I said Binkley. I don't even know why <laughs> Brinkley. <I said> <laughs> I'm thinking of Mr. Bingley. Um. Uh, but yeah. So the fact that um, I do want to say that I'm uh, that I I. I read that Joker, this film specifically, was kind of going to spearhead a new production company that DC was going to start, where oh. they kind of just just make standalone films. Yeah. Um, and hopefully this means that they'll branch out and use other directors. I, I want to I want to appreciate this, and I want to support this, because I think DC needs mm-hmm. a change. Mm-hmm. And, and they, should, they should really experiment with new directors. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think Joker could have been a great film and this not 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 this Joker but I feel like this type of movie could have been a great thing for DC yeah if maybe Todd Phillips did not do it yeah because I, I was agree. looking I was looking at his other stuff mm-hmm. and he doesn't really have the background experience or the resume no nope. full resume to really make this movie no and to make it right it and i think he did a good job but i think he just bit off more than he could chew i mean it's a difficult movie to pull off and uh exactly so it seemed that you know he was trying trying to go a little bit in a direction of taxi driver um that it was a little bit too much sometimes in that sense you know it was a little bit too much i felt like there was really no story to follow you were kind of just watching joaquin play Arthur like he did a fantastic job and and I was really glad that they chose Joaquin for this role because I thought he was amazing amazing but they didn't give him enough to do Mm -hmm. and they relied too heavily on him and his acting yep that the story and the plot just derailed and yeah it fell apart it was a complete mess um so I want to say nice try to Todd (laughs) Phillips yeah I don't. I don't think it was even okay. I personally never want to watch this movie ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to support the these decisions that DC that DC is making. Yeah, please experiment support with new effort. directors. Please make these types of movies. Yeah, I we, we still want like to keep to see them. this. Yeah, I would like. To, I would like to see a better version of this. Please remake it. I would <laughs> love to see that. Have like. I, I okay. Who do you think would be like? Obviously, Scorsese would probably do do this great. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking also like uh, David Fincher could also do like a good one. Yeah. Um, like that would really be, get that. That would be smart. You know, like that would be right? the smartness that this movie was missing. 
Yes. You know? Yes. That's exactly what what David Fincher adds to movies. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Like, just, just, like, thinking about the possibility of that movie is, like, giving me, like, the chills. Like, I, wa- I want it. Yeah. I want it. I want it. <laughs> like, like, seeing the potential that this movie could have had, like, is just, it, it makes me want more. So, DC, keep, uh, go ahead and continue this, uh, please. I, I'd like to see more stuff. So, do you think that it's going to get nominated? Do you think Joaquin Phoenix is going to get nominated for this role? I think Joaquin definitely has a has a great chance at a nomination. I just hope that it does not get anything else. Yeah, uh, and I don't think it will unless it gets uh, production design. Um, yes. Or costumes. Yes. Um, it's just art, artistic direction-wise, amazing. Uh, pretty good uh, uh, score, I would say. I really, I thought it was great. Um but the yeah the I think I think especially costumes and, and production design excelled. I mean this this place looked like a dump. It really was really yeah, really and that good. Made me, I I was also really hoping to get a good look at like Gotham as a character as well because yeah. like seeing seeing Joker rise from these disgusting depressing streets. Mm-hmm. Like I really wanted I really wanted like an inside look and and I and I'm happy that they kind of showed us that, but I wanted more yeah. of just more of like the politics, the people, the outrage, the riots. Yeah. Like I yeah. wanted more of that. I wanted to feel the city like just rumbling in its anger. Like I wanted to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. We definitely did see I that. Would have been great. Yeah. I think that if the, if I, I was trying to think of how possibly Joker in itself directed by Todd Phillips maybe could have been uh, maybe a bit better was if they kind of hurried up his downfall mm-hmm. and then maybe had him do some sort of heist, like yeah. something at, yeah. the, at the end. Something like to just, bring him into just, his own, in a sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right, Emily. The plot was not that fun. Lacking. It was completely la- There was nothing there. It was mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. It was just stuff happening to him. And then him, like, murdering people and murdering his mom. And, like, if, if fictionalizing his relationship with Zazzy Beats, you know? Yeah, which, you know, can really can really only get you so far. Uh-huh. Um, which, is a, which is a 59 Metascore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, like that segue? Sh- should we go into Metascores or are we still talking about the movie? <laughs> yeah, I just want to also... Yeah, let's do Metascores. Uh, well, let's do your... Let's do the plot keywords first. Oh, 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 oh okay. All right, here we go. So for the plot keywords, let's see. We've got one word title, evil clown, the Joker character... Stand-up comedian and mental illness. Oh wow, that's right. that's good. Those are good plot there you keywords. Go. Mm-hmm. Those are some great plot keywords. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All um, right. I yeah. So cool. we got this. So this Metascore situation. We've got on this this Metascore on IMDb. We've got four one hundreds, and then the lowest ones are fifty eight, fifty five, and fifty. So that's like what brings such, us to 60s. It's such a drastic... I know. That is exactly why it has... And actually, it was at a 58 a couple weeks ago when I was first looking at it, and uh-huh. it's, it's gone up to a 59 now. Okay. 
Uh, let's see. Sorry, I was also looking at the goofs, um, which I thought were interesting. Yeah. Uh, but we can go over the meta score first, and then and then you know maybe we'll uh, we'll talk about some trivia. If, if mm-hmm. there's anything interesting. I, th- I thought the goofs were more interesting than the trivia. Really? I, I rarely look at the goofs because I just don't think they're that useful. I'd never seen it before. I was, I was like, oh, what are goofs? And then oh, I, I looked at them. it and I was like, oh. I just think that they basically just, they just notice uh, incontinuity, which to me is kind of useless when you're watching a movie. Like, continuity is, is, is like, great. You want it to be continuous, but it's also like you're shooting a movie. There's only so much you can have. You know? Yeah. Like, this is a single camera. Like, it's hard to do everything, the, like, the same every single time, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's ba- yeah, that's basically what they were. It's like, continuity, yeah. and then... That, that's how a it, lot of them are. Like, some factual errors, and, like, some, some time period, like, goofs. Like, oh, this shouldn't have been here at this time. Like, you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, so let's see. So, yeah, very, very drastic changes in these Metascore numbers. It... It's quite baffling. I know. It's insane. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Um well I, I read a lot of my reviews from uh RogerEbert.com, so I kinda wanna read this yeah, one. Yeah, you read that one. Uh so they gave it a fifty and it says, um as social commentary, Joker is pernicious garbage. Uh, but besides the wacky pleasures of Phoenix's performance, it also displays some major movie studio core uh Comp- oh my god, I cannot read this word. Competencies? Mm-hmm. There we go. Uh, in, an, in a not dissimilar way to what A Star is Born presented last year. I think... I, did I... Mm. Yeah. Y- what you were There's saying about the movie studio making this movie and how that was a good choice, that's exactly what it just said. Okay. Okay. There we go. Yeah, I remember reading this Metascore and I had to, had to look up Look up some of the words. Let's see. <laughs> well, I'm going to read the uh, the um, Telegraph, which is an 80, and I feel like it's it's a good middle ground. A part of me okay. found Todd Phillips's radical rethinking of the Batman villain Joker thrillingly uncompromising and hair-raisingly timely. Another thinks it should be locked in a strong box, then dropped in the ocean and never released. <laughs> All right. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, see, like, that's exactly where I'm at with this movie. It's like, oh, it had such great potential, and they had the idea right there in front of them, but it was mm-hmm. executed so disappointingly, and I'm just sad. I'm not mad. Yeah. I'm sad. I. I we just wanted like, it to be better. We wanted it to be like The Dark Knight, but it was not. No, and I was just, I was looking forward to this movie so much. I was like, yes, DC. You got it. You you got it, man. You know, we, we had a rough couple of years. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna walk on you're gonna just stand Damn. back up and you're just gonna pick yourself up. <laughs> you know what, Emily, the best thing they given <laughs> they've given to us in like the past, I don't know, ten years is Shazam. <laughs> Shazam and Wonder Woman. was that ten years? Yeah. Is that has that has that been ten years? Okay. No, yeah, not yeah. ten years. I mean I'm just saying, like in general, like Wonder Woman oh, wasn't that long in general. ago. I, I just think like oh, okay. you know we we talked about Shazam. That movie's competent, has a good plot, it's super fun. Like you they didn't do anything wrong in that movie. <laughs> like You're right. Even You're Wonder right. Woman yes. has a bad ending. Like that's not It does. You know, like that's not a perfect movie. 
That's true. It had a had a quite terrible ending. I'm not saying that Shazam had a perfect ending, but I really liked that movie. I thought it was great. I thought it was hilarious, and I yeah, I thought it did a fine job for what it was. Um, it it was just a little cheesy, but yeah. you know, but that's it was fine. like a kids but that's movie. Fine. It was. Uh, it was a very kids movie. That's the way you. Uh, I mean, uh, today on the on the the plane, I watched uh, Pikachu, Detective Pikachu. Um, yeah. Which was also, like, super cheesy. Like, even more than Shazam. Um, just, like, way too kiddy for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of like uh, this other Metascore from uh, IndieWire, who gave it a 58. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just kind of, it's kind of funny. Um, it's good enough to be dangerous and bad enough to demand better. It's going to turn the world upside down and make us all hysterical in the process. For better or worse, it's exactly the movie the Joker would want. <laughs> which, which uh, that's correct. That's uh-huh. very correct. That is true. That's, uh, that's hilarious. Uh, I really liked that. Thank you, David. <laughs> uh, I'm going to read the IGN one, which is just the top 100. Featuring a riveting, fully realized, and Oscar-worthy performance by Joaquin Phoenix, Joker would work just as well as an engrossing character study without any of its DC Comics trappings. That it just so happens to be a brilliant Batman Universe movie is icing on the Bat-Fan cake. You will likely leave Joker feeling like I did, unsettled and ready to debate the film for years to come. So this guy really liked it. There you go. But sure I did. I did think, like, to be honest, I think it was really great that this kind of movie was um, in the universe of Batman, but really didn't feel like it had anything to do with um, a character that it was is continuing to be developed, and we keep seeing him be developed into the version that we got from Joaquin Phoenix, which... I think he does a great job. Like, I, you know, the writing is the downfall. Like, Joaquin Phoenix is amazing. Like, I would just watch him do this character all the time. Like, you know, becoming somebody even more villainous than the one we saw in the movie. I, I would, yeah. I, I remember enjoying watching Joaquin just, like, move about the screen to a point, though. It just became mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. It's very it's, grotesque. It's, very grotesque movie. And gro- grotesque, grotesque performance. Grotesque and 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 still boring. He he just needed more stuff to do. <laughs> but but yes. Um All right. I'm, I'm so I'm looking I'm looking at this trivia and there's really there's not anything good. There's really not anything that I find interesting. Um, um you know what I found interesting about this? Watching Taxi Driver because I'm sorry everybody that we had not seen Taxi Driver before, but that is like one of the best movies I've ever seen ever. Oh yeah, we're we just going to talk about Taxi Driver now. Oh just my that? god. Uh, I just oh my god, it was so good. Like I watched it and I was just like every moment of that movie just made me like I was like gasping. I was like, "Wow. Wow. This is such a good now movie." This- <laughs> now, this showed a great portrayal of someone, like, spiraling downward. I yeah. mean, like, to the point where, you know, he he seemed very confident in himself in the beginning. You know, he was a little socially awkward. He really doesn't talk to many people except for, like, taxi drivers and, you know, even people in the car kind of who, like, go into his taxi just kind of ignore him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he still has confidence. He was, like, he was like, trying to pick up chicks. You know, he met Betsy. He went on the date. He... She, like, 
she like left abruptly and he just didn't understand like what was mm-hmm. wrong and because mm-hmm. she wouldn't talk to him she wouldn't tell him like you don't bring you don't bring someone here that you like on a first date like that's that they yeah. could be uncomfortable by that yeah like like and because these things weren't communicated with him and since he was just ignored and pushed aside he then he then sees that you know people can be mean and people can be fake like yeah. or yeah. you know or just or it's just a direct grotesque response. people yeah and it's not like he's yes. taking it out on her he just sees it like in the world like and it's just such a wonderful like you don't see him as being malicious in a sense like towards her he's just he's trying to he's trying to take it out on like his environment um in a sense to, to become like a hero to become like a knight like that he sees in himself like that he wants to see in the world and he could care less about his even his own life like he thought he was gonna die you know it's like he just he like eventually like and you just see all these different people entering his car the stuff that he sees every day and it's just like moving into that uh that zone uh, as a as a character uh, you know as a person who would be who would be able to kill those pimps you know it was just so crazy. Exactly. The only part that kind of confused me was that he really seemed to like this politician guy. Mm, yeah. But then why? Why was he trying? Was he? Why was he trying to assassinate him? Like I don't know. It, like I think it was that honestly was the only part that kind of confused me. I think he really was just like, I just want to do something. Like he he had, and then so he got that in his brain. Like he really just wanted to um, do something large to impact. You know his surroundings, you know? And that would be yeah. something that would do that. Like, that's a major thing that would have gotten yeah. him killed. And he really seems to focus on people he's, he's like, met before already. Like, he doesn't really look to new people all that often. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, like, you see him, you see him coming back and talking to people who he's, like, like with, uh, like with Matthew, the pimp. Like, you know, yeah. he's, He's trying. He's trying yeah. to buy some time with Iris, and you know he just off chance like meets Matthew. Matthew kind of rubs him the wrong way. Who's and a great then, character, like Harvey Keitel. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. He was so good. Oh jeez. He was so funny. Oh, just like watching Harvey Keitel, like watching the even the young Robert De Niro. Like I never thought Robert De Niro was attractive until I saw this movie. I mean, ever. Not even like. When we're watching like Raging Bull. Like, I think he's he's even like he's just got this sense to him. He's just like so brooding, you know, and like just uh, it's great. He's got a great performance. Yeah, he yeah his. Uh, I also found him very attractive in this movie as well, which I never found myself before. Yeah, um, and it was just so cool seeing like his hair change and mm-hmm. you know yeah. this movie this movie was long but it didn't feel long like no, we got so much we got so much information we got like like you know not too much of a story but enough enough environment to to work off of and mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. and to really take in and to really soak in like and that's why, like, even with Joker, the story didn't need to be all that complicated. Like, there didn't need to be yeah, a heist. But you, yeah. just, you just needed to build off and work off and jump off of your surroundings. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. You, like, you more. can't... Yes, more. You, you can't just focus on, like, these two, 
two to three to four characters and just expect something grand to come out of it. You need you need to build your world. You need you need to set it. You need yeah. to set it. Yeah, and it's it's hard. You know, that's uh, movies like Taxi Driver don't just come out all the time. Like you really, it's there's a reason for that. Like it's difficult to write a screenplay that good. You know. Yeah, I also loved the music in Taxi Driver, where yeah. it was just, you know, when he, when he would go out It got a little driving, tiring after a while, because it was the same it, music over and over and over again. It did, but it had that, it had that, like, repetitive, like, noir feel. Yes, like, from, totally film noir, which is what yes. Joker was lacking, and it was not a film noir. And and I think that that's, it should have been, it, it should have had the film noir aspect like Taxi Driver did, and it would have been better. Yeah, and I just, I also just really enjoyed, um, just like, what was it? When he would drive, he'd be out for hours. Like, he took mm-hmm. the late shift because he couldn't sleep. Yeah. And, you know, the, the street lights would start, like, melting together and blurring together. Yeah. Because this yeah. is just, this is just all he sees. And it's just all just circling and, mm-hmm. and just repeating in his mind and he's just going slowly insane driving around seeing all the same stuff every night yeah it was just it was fantastic i i know it's so it's great can you imagine what that would have been like seeing that in a theater like on film like oh oh my god i i'm sure that there's places that play it like in new york probably like that play it on film uh i'll have to see if i can if i can find out (laughs) where they are where it's at, oh yeah. man, That'd be I great. I really liked it. I, I would watch that again, you know. And I I loved um, Jodie Foster, and I loved Sybil Shepherd, and I even um, I I even loved Betsy's like a uh, a coworker. Yes, he was hilarious. Yes, played and, by and, and, like their their little back and forth that they would have, like. Like let's say, like yeah, she goes up hilarious. to him. She goes, yeah, she goes. Let's say you lost your thumb and your pinky, and you need to you need to light a match. And that yeah, whole like, interaction little, was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, the 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 God, it really is like the way that this was shot, the way that they like sit on the people, the the conversations that they have, like the actual. It just seems so realistic. Like you're watching these two characters, yes. and you're like. This is a real conversation that coworkers have. Like they just do shit like this. I don't know. And you like watch them, and they're so comfortable. And Sybil Shepherd is such a good actress. And they're just like, it. It really doesn't feel like you're watching a movie. It feels like you're watching like real life. Like people are reacting to things and and moving around in in a way that they feel like they're actually there. And it's just good acting. You know, like Albert Brooks. He was so young when he was in this movie. He was like 20 years old. That's the the co-worker and like I had no idea it was yes. Albert Brooks I had to like look that up and be like fuck that was Albert Brooks like it looked nothing he, like him he voices something doesn't he yes can I he you want me give you a clue in... he's in a Pixar movie yeah it's oh sorry I cheated and looked it up <laughs> <laughs> I cheated I, I, th- I thought it was Toy Story but no it's yeah it's Finding Nemo oh he's that's Marlin. Him. Oh my gosh! Yeah, oh. he's How also uh, he's he's also the uncle of my brother's ex girlfriend. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's true. Oh man. Yeah, that's crazy. I know it is crazy. 
Oh man, what do you uh, what do you call it? Like degrees, uh, the degrees, Six degrees of, famous of separation. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. speaking of, I saw Wendy Williams at the airport today. Super random. I see a lot of famous people at the airport, actually. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you do. I do. It m- makes sense. You live in a you live in a celebrity friendly place. Well, so do you, man. You go to LAX to see them too. Uh, yeah. If I'm if I'm paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I I had to like I, I stared at her. Really, I like though. walked down the I was like I just got off the plane and I saw her walking with her friends and I saw her come in and I was like I know that lady. Oh, that's Wendy Williams. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> we'll n- never forget that you, that you, that your uh, what your dad saw Jeff Goldblum at oh, their Oh, I did. I was I sat <laughs> you in did. front of him. Yes, me and my dad. We sat next to him and we yeah. were like we had like a heart attack. He sat in front of us. Like I literally yeah. Was like, there's Jeff Goldblum. Like, he was like right in front of me. Like if I could have kicked his foot if I wanted to. You sent me a picture, and yeah. I was freaking out. Yeah, that was a good. That was the best one for sure. The best one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Did you see that Jeff Goldblum's gonna have like a show? What is it on Apple? On, on Disney Apple Plus. Plus. Disney Apple, Plus. Disney Plus. Yes. Disney Plus. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, oh, I man. did. Man, that's great. I'm stoked. Oh man! <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're done talking about these movies. Yeah, uh, Joker we are. slash a slash a taxi driver appreciation episode. I <laughs> know, <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. Uh, Love taxi if you driver. enjoyed, if you enjoyed Taxi Driver or have any, I mean, or Joker too. If you have any thoughts, please share them below. We'd love to hear what you guys thought of of any of these movies or of the episode in general. Uh, you can leave a comment either on SoundCloud or Facebook. Just search All By The Popcorn podcast Emily. and uh, like the page. What? Do you know who the writer what? of Taxi Driver wrote? Paul Schrader. He wrote that movie First Reformed. The one with Ethan Hawke? Yeah. He wrote First Reformed? Yes, he did. I mean, the the writing was good for First Reformed. I just didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, that's just a personal choice. That's yeah. That's, it's just a person. <laughs> sorry, choice. sorry, I derailed you. I'm sorry. Continue. No, no. This is very important information that our view that our listeners should know. Um, okay. Where was I? Uh, Facebook. Yeah, like mm-hmm. our page. Uh, and uh, please rate and review the show on uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Google Play or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that really helps people find our podcast and it lets us know what you guys think of the show. Um, and, uh, if you need notifications on future episodes, please follow our social media. We've got Twitter at by the popcorn, Instagram at all by the popcorn podcast and, and Facebook again. Uh, if you've got any suggestions for future episodes or anything, you just want to say hi, we would love it. Please email us. We've got all by the popcorn at gmail.com or all by the popcorn podcast at gmail.com. And we have merch. Go check that out. Yeah, it's on our Redbubble, and we'll post on the Facebook about it. Thank you all for listening. Good night. Good night. Thank or, you. I don't know. Goodbye. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's, it's nice. You could be night. listening at any point in time, but thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.